Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Friday night lights, anybody? I can see the sunshine poking over through there. Maybe the snowstorms are finished, but either way, we are live for the next two hours. Welcome in. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you don't see us in the studio, we're not there because we're here. Right adjacent to the walking bridge, Chamber of Commerce parking lot. We're on the other side of the parking lot, I guess, so... uh, it's actually even more accessible. So come on down, say hi. Coulter Nuanez, Rajim Seabrook will be rolling from 4 to 6 like we always do, but it's a dual purpose. It's our ESPN College Game Day show as well as Nuanas Now. At least once ESPN College Game Day, I usually mess up and say we're doing Nuanas Now, so now I don't have to worry about it. Now we're, now we're just rolling. So uh, it's a little bit chilly, but that's okay, and uh, we'll be staying warm. It's a Florence Coffee Company Friday, so... Uh, Rajim's already drinking his cup of joe, and uh, I already pounded mine from earlier today. I, I've been drinking a lot of Ford's Coffee Company lately. So uh, it's a Friday night. You can stay up late. Why not drink some coffee and come hang out with us and then maybe drink whatever else you want as well. ton to get to today uh, here in the show. Of course, we're going to get you set up for this Friday night football game. Furman, the Paladins in Missoula, made the cross-country trip from Greenville, South Carolina, 7 p.m. kickoff for Washington Grizzly Stadium. Paladins are the number seven team in the FCS. The Grizzlies the number two team in the FCS. Montana a heavy favorite tonight, minus 17 and a half on the point spread. So that means the book thinks the Grizz are going to win by at least three touchdowns. We'll tell you what we think. More importantly, though, we'll tell you all the different ways that Montana and Furman are going to get there. 
So we'll get this thing kicked off, giving you a little preview on that. We're going to come back and spend quite a bit of time in hour number two on Furman at Montana as well. We're also going to talk some NFL like we usually do. We're also going to hear from Clay Hendricks. He's the sixth-year head coach of Furman, but he is a Furman lifer. He played there at Furman. He was an assistant there for a long time, then he left, went to the Air Force Academy, and now he's back coaching at his alma mater. So that's a fun fold. The fact that we got two head coaches coaching at their alma maters as Bobby Houck also uh, leading his alma mater here into this football game. So Coach Hendricks will join us about 4.30. Also got to highlight some high school storylines because even though this is uh, all uh, college football, college game day show, we still have our other stuff that we need to talk about. So got a couple other storylines to talk about from around high school sports. Hour number two. A Friday staple. Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, will join us. Uh, don't worry, not live. So uh, even though she is here hanging out, we recorded this earlier. I'm still not quite ready to put her on live. That might result in the loss of uh, some FCC at licensings. You're looking at me tenuously. Or, or, or your ratings might go through the roof, man. I'm here to create polarity with, like, the O'Reilly hey, interruption hey, moment of the day. Hey, hey, if Carolyn ever wanted to work after 4 o'clock, she could come on live whenever she wants. Usually we record during the day because on Fridays, she is out by the time 4 o'clock rolls around. But anyways, top of the hour, we'll, uh, we'll hear from Carolyn. She does no sports. And uh, then we'll keep getting you set up. Second hour will be very similar to what our normal ESPN College Game Day show is like. So uh, we're here, stem to stern. Usually we give you about an hour worth of pregame stuff, but this is uh, our normal two-hour slot here on ESPN Radio. So uh, we'll be rolling with you all the way until an hour before kickoff, 7 p.m. kickoff tonight. It's pretty cold, Raj, and we live down here, so I don't know how the boys from Greenville, South Carolina are going to be doing. I looked at the weather there today. It was a little cloudy, but it's about 68 and balmy there in South Carolina, so about 30 degrees colder here today. I don't know. How much effect do you think that's going to have? You know, for, for some, it might have a great impact. This, for, I would say maybe for about an eighth of that their team. This is the first time some of them have seen snow or been in temperatures like this. For so sure. it would be really interesting to see how Furman and some of their players and coaching staff acclimate and assimilate to what's going on. Uh, I think the weather will play more of a role than the than the stadium and the Grizz faithful just because of some of the crowds that this team has played in front of uh, this season and in the past. But, uh, yeah, it's cold, it's wet, it's damp, hard traction, slick surface. All the great uh, ingredients for a wonderful game this evening. Well, I took a page out of your book. I finally bought myself some gloves. You're always rocking some nice gloves. And so finally, I was like, I'm tired of my hands freezing down here at ESPN College Game Day. I got to figure it out. So thanks to our friends over at Bob Ward's for hooking me up. Black Friday, got myself some North Face. So uh, they still got some good holiday deals going on. Also have to tell you all about our fine ESPN College Game Day sponsors. Soway Armor, your local firearms experts. Ryan and Miller, your Montana attorneys, no matter your legal needs. Pepsi-Cola of Missoula, proud supporters of all athletics around the state of Montana. They have a big old bin full of beverages for you, so if you come say hi to us. I know it's a little cold, but you still need something cold to drink. And uh, Grizzly Disposal, they're providing our waste management all season long, the only bears that should be in your garbage. And also got to say thanks to Brett's RV and Marine. Brett's uh, wanted to be a part of our ESPN College Game Day now that the playoffs are here. So we really appreciate Brett's uh, for jumping on. Brett's RV and Marine has been locally owned and operated for more than 50 years and uh, happy to say so. So happy to have uh, Brett's RV and Marine back on board. They're right here in Missoula. Family operates since 1967. For all you adventurers out there, Brett's RV and Marine is the place to shop. You'll find an enormous selection of new and used travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, fishing boats, pontoons, sport boats, and 
much more. Brett's RV Marine, proud to support the University of Montana football. It is Nuanas now. Appreciate Andrew Houghton for sitting on the other side of the glass, running the board for this dual-purpose broadcast. If you want to stream the show, you always can. 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live, and you will find the stream. You also can usually find us on the ESPN MT app, but not tonight. But use that ESPN MT app because we got a brawl on the ice. Got Cat Grizz times two tonight. It's at the Gallatin Ice Rink. Montana State hosting Montana. And then the return of the home and away, the Grizz will host Montana State tomorrow night. So 8.15 puck drop tonight from Bozeman. And then a 8.30 puck drop tomorrow night. So a little rivalry double dip to finish up the first half of the season for both the Montana and Montana State hockey teams. If you missed yesterday's show, great package by Jeff Safford previewing the uh, Kakaris hockey doubleheader this weekend. So you can check that out on the podcast if you want to get uh, informed. By chance you're staying home tonight, you'll have a little while to listen to that in between the end of this show and the beginning of that broadcast at 8.15. But that's what's going to be on the ESPN MT app and on ESPN Radio uh, later on tonight. And, of course, if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And uh, call us or text us. Texting is probably the best way to get a hold of us while we're down here. 888-1029. And all guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. If you are in around the area, there's a doubleheader in basketball tomorrow, too. It's so funny how football just swallows up everything else that's going on. But the Grizz and Lady Grizz are going right now. And... Uh, both playing decently well. The Grizz men have been a little bit up and down, uh, but they are, are on a little bit of an upswing. Had a nice win over San Jose State last Saturday. They got a couple Frontier Conference opponents in town this week. They played Montana, uh, Montana State Northern on Tuesday, and they're playing Montana Tech on Saturday. So that's a 1 p.m. matinee for the Grizz men's team. We got four tickets for you, so if you swing by, we'll get you hooked up to head on down there. And then tomorrow evening, a little doubleheader action down there at Dahlberg Arena. The Lady Grizz playing Colorado State. See, this is, it's so funny, Reggie. People always ask me about college basketball scheduling. College basketball scheduling at the Division One level for men is broken because none of the big schools are going to go play anybody else. They only want to buy wins to their home court. Conversely, Travis DeCure and guys that are like mid-major head coaches, they don't want to play anybody that's going to hurt their net ranking. So bringing in low-level D1 teams, it kills your net ranking. So people always say, well, why are you scheduling non-D1s? Why are you scheduling D3s and NAIAs? It doesn't impact your net ranking. So Coach Takir, he made a good effort to try to bring, okay, if I'm going to play two non-D1s, let's get the Montana guys in here, right? Let's get Montana State Northern. They had, I think, nine guys from Montana on Tuesday. Let's get Montana Tech. They had, I think, eight guys on their team. So I know a lot of people like to bellyache about this, but there's a there's a flaw in the system, and it's not Coach Takir and the Grizzlies basketball team's fault. Well, it, there's a flaw in the system, and there's a flaw in some people's thinking. Like we, <laughs> we are all expert judges, right? <laughs> right? We all, we all, we can all judge until the day is long. But until you actually uh, take the initiative and do the work and, and do some homework and find out as why the rhyme and reason to what coaches Dakir doing, zip the lip. You know what I mean? Like it's actually helping our program, helping our kids. And what I like about it, it's an inner Montana showcase. Right. Some of these kids, I can't get to Butte, I can't get to Haver, For I sure. can't get to Dillon to see some of these kids. Because 
because of weather, work, and all the things called life. But to have them come home, so to say, and play uh, on on a court that they watched as ch- you know children sure. themselves is is a wonderful full circle moment. Well, it's also you know you got to show up because they're still college basketball players. I, I mean, I went to the MSU Northern game on Tuesday night. The Grizz won ninety one sixty seven, so certainly a convincing win. Yeah, but I mean, MSU Northern cut it to fourteen with about fourteen minutes to go, so the Grizz are like having to play hard to do this. Montana Tech was an Elite Eight team at the NAI level last year. So, I mean, here the levels aren't as far as people think apart. Mm-hmm. Montana State has a, a sort of an upstart roster right now because so many of the guys left last year. But two weeks ago, they beat Cal, and then the following week, they lost to Rocky. So, I mean, and a Frontier team already does have a win over a Big Sky team. So don't underestimate these guys. And if you want to go watch Montana Tech in town, uh, come see us. we got a whole bunch of tickets to give away. All right, we're going to play your favorite game. Are you ready? We're going to play a little smart or dumb. This is Rajim's favorite thing. Okay, so first of all, I know you have no social media. That's why you're such a level-headed guy. Stay off that (laughs) stuff, man. I stay off that stuff. You know what I don't like about social media? The biggest joy. Uh, of 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 thief is comparison, and that's, that's what true. social media that's true. does. Constant comparison makes yeah. us inherently transparent. See it's, it's true, but on social media this week, and this yes. was by no fault of ours. Yeah, but we went viral. So we had Tyler Huff, who's the quarterback of the Furman Paladins, on yesterday. Oh, second lieutenant Tyler Huff. He's a he's a ROTC Army guy, and he's a you know grad transfer, so he's a mature guy. That gave a great interview. I didn't really even notice this when we were doing the scope of the interview, but. He said, I asked him to evaluate the Grizz defense, and he said, hey, the thing that stands out is they're great tacklers. That's true. Good. Good said, open field tackling. Absolutely. He said they're not really close athletically to most of the defenses we've played this year. I think we've played a lot more athletic defenses. That went viral. A couple of Grizz fans latched on to that and said, hey, this guy's in for something. If he doesn't think the Grizz defense is athletic, uh, again, we weren't trying to put this kid on blast at all, but Grizz fans did. So uh, smart or dumb? Tyler Huff's evaluation that the Grizz defense is slow and athletic and non-comparable to the SoCon defenses they've played so far this year. You know, with comments like that, the the only person who's going to get a lot of play after a comment like that is that hotel pillow tonight because the Grizz are going to try to tear his head off. Like you, you don't, you don't, especially as a second lieutenant, you know about warfare. You don't give fodder to put put into the cannon of your opponent. Like to me, it's a shrewd move, but it's also just an absent-minded goof on his on his uh, on 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 his part. You've not played a defense that looks like this. The SoCon Conference isn't the strongest one For in the sure. nation. Like, you're, you're, you're walking into the, the den of a monster. Right. But, you know, I don't want to talk too much. We'll just, we'll just let the boys wearing maroon and white take care of business here in about two hours. Well, it's, a, it's also funny because I do think that people that have never been to this part of the world, they don't understand truly how big of a deal Grizz and Bobcat football is in the state of Montana. Yes, sir. Like, sure, we don't have a lot of people out here. But there's very few places you're going to go in the country where the entire town is engaged in what's happening. I'm not saying everybody likes it. There's a lot of people out there in Missoula probably right now they are like, we don't really actually even like there's a Grizz game going on because it's a headache. There's traffic. There's all these people. Oh, no, it's the best time to go to Costco right now. There's <laughs> no, a Grizz game on a Friday night. 100%, man. But that's the thing is you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody that lives here that doesn't know that this is going down. That, that's, o- that's only really true in... The small states like the Montanas and the Dakotas, and then in the southeastern part of the country, where it's SEC country. Sure, 
there's all sorts of people that know what's going on when Washington has a game. But there's also millions of people in Seattle that don't have any idea that the Huskies are playing. It's the same thing on down the line. So I think that that's why it, people have a hard time compartmentalizing it when they come in here. Mm. Furman's played, I mean, they played at South Carolina. They played in an SEC stadium. So yes, that's, they what have. They, that's what they leaned on all week, though. They said, hey, we've played in huge environments. They played at Clemson two years ago. So they, they said, oh, we're used to this kind of stuff. You can't explain what this stadium is like, especially during a night game in December, until you get here. And I, I just do, I think it's a, uh, an underestimation on their part to not take it serious. I also think that the young man, again, the interview was really good. I think he underestimated the audience he was broadcasting to, too, right? He's like, I'm just on a local radio show in Montana. He doesn't understand that. First the of all, magnitude of who you reach, no, Colton but, but, but First of all, the world is flat, right? I mean, all you need is one person in Montana. to, And then all of a sudden, I mean, the social media presence of Grizz fans, for better or worse, is enormous. You're talking about 25,000 people that have Twitter, at least, that are retweet. I mean, this is the most social inter- media interaction. I mean, that tweet got 550,000 views today of the little clip of this. That's, half, that's almost half our state's population. <laughs> Are you sure. kidding me? Like, like, sure. like let's, let's look at the equation right For there. Sure. I don't know what this guy's doing. I just hope that he's never put behind counterintelligence being a military <laughs> man. Because if he makes dumb moves like that, I tell you what, America's in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One word, next question. Let's go. <laughs> so, Arduana is now, as well as our ESPN College Game Day, it's probably presented by Ryan and Miller Law. Ryan and Miller Law, your Montana attorneys, no matter your legal needs. Angie Miller, Paul Ryan, they take every case like it's going to court. Consultation is free. So give them a call. They have a 24-7 answering service. And they are also proud supporters of Grizz Athletics. Ryan and Miller Law, your Montana attorneys. Rajim Seabrook broadcasting with me, Coulter Nuanez. All right, smart or dumb? The Grizz are 17.5-point favorites tonight. Is that smart or dumb? Oh, that's smart. I think so, too. I think that's very, very smart. I I think that's on point. I I, I think that that's a, a... Almost insulting stat line. Like I think it's. Of course, we'll exceed it. You think so? You think it's going to be more than that? I I think it might be. Save that because we're going to come back to that a little later on. We'll boomerang it. But I agree. I I think. uh, I think the line is right. If uh, if not, maybe a little bit low because I do think the the boys from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, is going to have a a hard time. We're going to talk plenty of college football today, but usually Smarter Dub has a. NFL theme. So let's talk some NFL here. Oh, uh, let's go. On Nuanas now. Going into week 14, folks. Is this the fastest NFL season ever? Oh, man. Why does it seem like that? Because it is. It totally seems like that, right? Well, you know what happens? That's a sign of you getting older, Coulter. Yeah, maybe. You know, when your time's more accounted for, it goes by a little bit faster. Well, you but this know year what, is what, fast. You want to know what one thing that does make it seem like it's going fast, though? It's because we've been consumed by football all the way around, and this Grizz season has gone better then so many Grizz seasons of the last, I mean, since you and I have been doing this, this is the first time we're doing a quarterfinals Friday night game together. We've been doing this for a handful of years now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do think that more and more engagement in football is what makes it seem go by, makes it seem like it's going by faster. I also think the fact that there's football on seven nights a week. No, that's true too, Also right? makes it go by faster. There's not a night that there's an, uh, some sort of game of some sort of level on television or radio. Okay, smart or dumb? The drama that's going on with Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. <laughs> dumb. Jets have the same amount of letters as the word dumb. Just dumb. I'm just I'm over it. It's a dumpster fire, and I want to put more grease on it. You know what I mean? It's amazing because we've reached this point now where Zach Wilson, 
one one side is saying, "Hey, I don't I don't want to play because I know that they don't want me. I know I'm going to get traded, so I don't want to get hurt." And I well, congratulations, welcome to the NFL, well, dude. Totally, like, you have a chance of getting hurt if you're in the NFL, no matter who you are. I get that he wants to maintain his value as a commodity in case he does get a fresh start because it's very clear that he needs one. Absolutely. But on the other side, I just can't believe that they have mismanaged this as poorly as they have because, I mean, this has been, he's the guy. He's not the guy. Now we signed Tim Boyle off the street. Now we signed Trevor Simeon off the street. It's just ridiculous. I've lived half my life in the great state of Montana, but I grew up in the beautiful city of New York. The Jets have been inept forever. <laughs> like I don't like why why is this even a conversation? Like it's this so is true. just so par for the course. They're inept, bad draft picks, horrible trades, overpaid, undervalued. Like this is this is the 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 MO of who the Jets truly are. That's why my father said Jets used to stand for just end this season. Like let's just be <laughs> over with it. Like be be done with the drama. We're done. See ya. Oh, it's pretty good. Well, it's now ESPN Radio. Rajiv Sebra kicking it with me, Coulter Nuanas. We're down here right next to the walking bridge, right in front of our great friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts and Ace Hardware. So uh, if you want to come hang out, we got Grizz basketball tickets for you. Double dip tomorrow. Don't got football to worry about, of course, because the Grizz football game's coming up here in a little less than three hours. All right, let's go NFC East. Smart or dumb? Sunday's contest between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys is a must-win on both sides. Oh, it is. It, it, it totally is. Philly's been really. Philly's been scraping by by the. Philly was scraping by by the skin of their teeth, and Oof. then they got completely blasted last week against the Niners. The Cowboys have been blowing out all the good teams, but they haven't beaten anybody good yet. Or they've been blowing out all the bad teams. Excuse me, they haven't beaten anybody good yet. Hey, we get a little go there, There's an interesting dinner table, folks. Uh, it is a must-win. It's a must-win for both, so hopefully it doesn't end in a tie. Philly has been exposed. For sure. On all three facets of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. Dallas has been punching suit cans. I don't necessarily punch back. I, I, can beat, I can beat a tiger that doesn't have teeth or claws. You know what I'm saying, Coulter? Yep. So it would be interesting uh, who, who tries to extend something for supremacy in the NFC East. My, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think right now the pendulum and the momentum is swinging in the favor of Dallas. Uh, Philly Philly just looks a little shell-shocked onto themselves right now. How about Kansas City? Smart or dumb? Kansas City is in a state of disarray. That's my son's favorite team. I know I, I can't talk about this. <laughs> I, I want him to put me in the nice old folks' home with the nice, you know, amenities. You know, not on the first floor where the windows are well, bricked by in. the time you're ready for that, Patrick Mahomes will be retired, and your son will be on a different bandwagon, and it'll be all good. Let me, they are in a state of disarray, <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs are really – and a lot of it has to do with the offensive side of the ball. No matter how gifted and talented and uh, explosive Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can be, when the majority of your receiving core couldn't catch a cold dripping wet in Antarctica, let alone a football on a field, you have issues. And when you look at the drops, they're they're not little drops. They're big first downs. They're big touchdowns. They're big game winners. Like, these are things that you're getting paid millions of dollars to do, and right now they are mediocre at best and inept at worst. Okay, last one, and then we'll take a break. 
Jake Browning is a viable replacement for Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, or is this just a flash in the pan? One JB to the next, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, right now, he's he's a Band-Aid over a gaping wound, and he's just he's doing as he Renee Brown would say, Monday he's doing night. the best with what he can do and what he has. So, uh, but he, he looked okay last week. He looked better than okay last week. Uh, once people get some film on him and and and. I don't know, decipher his game a little bit more. We'll see where he stands. Today we have a message from you from Brett's RV and Marine. They are proud supporters of the Grizz. Brett's RV and Marine is right here in Missoula, locally owned and family operated since 1967. For all you adventurers out there, Brett's RV and Marine is the place to shop. You'll find an enormous selection of new and used travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, motorhomes, fishing boats, pontoons, sport boats, and much more. Our friends at Brett's RV and Marine are the largest RV and boat dealer in the five northern states with locations in both Montana and Idaho, carrying all the best brands of RVs and boats. Be sure to swing in to Brett's RV and Marine. You can always visit brettsrv.com or call 833-BRETTS-RV. They'll be closed December 13th through January 1st, but they're open by appointment. Merry Christmas and go Grizz on behalf of Brett's RV and Marine. We'll hear from the head coach of the Paladin, uh, of the Furman Paladins, right after this. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschulteilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I've been having a great time the last couple weeks with all the throwback music we've been playing. I love it. The last time Furman and Montana played, 2001. So today's playlist curated for you from 22 years ago. Myself, Coulter Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook, kicking it down here next to the University of Montana campus. Furman in town for a rematch of the 2001 National Championship game. You like that trick, Daddy? Well, I, I, first of all, I'm caught in a time warp because I'm realizing how old I was <laughs> the last time they came here. I was I was 20-something years old. Is that crazy? Uh, yeah, because that means I'm an old fart. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. Um, no, what I was going to say is that is Trick Daddy. It's a great old school. But I'm going to give you a dollar if you can tell me the sample with the horns. Who did he sample on that? Ooh, I don't know. You got to tell me. I'm giving you 10 seconds. Mm. Isley Brothers. How about KC in the Sunshine oh, Band, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. I hear that it. album. Go. That album was sweet. It was. Trick Daddy is actually underrated because he's like at the same time it was like Deep South, but also 
like fun, almost like pop infused and funk infused. But also he's like pretty hardcore too. I mean, Trick Daddy's like kind of underrated. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Time now for our Garden City Spotlight. It's FCS playoff style. We're going to hear from the head coach who brings his team to Missoula. Clay Hendricks coming up here in just a minute. Our Garden City Spotlight is presented by Missoula Electric Co-op for 87 years. MEC has been proudly serving power to thousands of loyal members across western Montana and Idaho. It's also proudly presented by the Montana Educators Credit Union. MECU is big enough to provide you with the same customer products as larger institutions, but small enough to cater to your specific needs. Let's hear from the head coach, the Furman Paladins. Well, we are to one of the great times of the year. What's better than Friday night lights for a little college football game? And oh, by the way, it's the FCS playoffs as well. The Furman Paladins in town, a rematch of the 2001 National Championship game. Crazy that Montana and Furman haven't played since then, but makes sense since they're on opposite sides of the country. Clay Hendricks, a Furman alum and the head coach of the Furman Paladins, joins us now here on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Have you ever been to Montana before? I have been. To, I think I've been to Montana two times. You know, I was a long-time assistant here in 2006. My last game here before I went to the Air Force Academy, we played at Montana State in the first round. Um, so that was 2006. And then when I lived in Colorado, I think uh, the family, we visited Yellowstone and went out the North Gate, which took us into Montana. That's probably, that's probably the two times I've been there. Well, awesome. Well, cool. We're excited to have you and your team uh, here in Missoula. I remember that 2006 game. That uh, The Bobcats won that one. That was their first playoff win in a long time. So, uh, But tell yeah. us about just, I mean, you mentioned your deep roots there at Furman. I mean, you're a Furman alum. You played there. You coached there for a really long time before then coming back to be the head coach. So w- what's kept you so tied to your alma mater, and what's the experience like coaching for your alma mater? Well, this has been year 30 for me associated with Furman. So wow. I've been, I'm 60. I turned 60 this year. I spent half my life here. Um, you know, it's been a, it's a great part of the country to live in. We live in a great town here, a great location. We've had a phenomenal school, you know, a, a nationally ranked liberal arts university. We get to coach a really special kid. We have, we have a lot of restrictions admissions wise, but we get to coach a pretty special kid. And, you know, we've had a great tradition. And I played here. I left for a couple of years as a grad assistant. I was an assistant for 19 years. So I was here in 01 um, when we played them in Chattanooga. And then I left for 10 years was at the Air Force Academy. And then been back now, this is year seven uh, as the head coach. My wife's a grad. Uh, you know, so certainly a lot of ties. You know, a lot of ties this area. And, you know, I don't know. For me, it's just I just truly enjoy the kids I get to coach and quality that they are and you know, we have a terrific staff, and, uh, you know, so it, I don't know. It, you've tried not to – I've had opportunities over the years here and there to, to go other places. The academy was a great experience for me, but, but we've been thrilled to be back in Greenville. Well, it's fascinating. Uh, Clay Hendricks, the head coach of the Furman Paladins, joined us. That On the other sideline uh, for this game Friday night, you got a guy that's in a similar situation. I mean, Bobby Howe coached at Montana as a grad assistant and a young coach and then uh, was away for a while and then made his way back and then went away for a while and came back again. So <laughs> kind of cool to have uh, two guys coaching their alma maters in this uh, quarterfinals game. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know Coach very well. I've met him on a couple of occasions. You know, he was at, he was at UNLV and the time I was at the academy, right, um, and then and then he later went to San Diego State, and we played against each other there. Maybe 
I think he was there like three seasons. I think his second season, which was 2016, was my last season uh, at uh, at the academy. And you know, it's funny we had Blaine Morgan was a guy I had worked with at the academy was our quarterback coach who played at the academy, and he later worked at San Diego State with with Coach Hauk. And that Blaine hit me up yesterday and, and was just making a comment about you know two of my best buddies in, in coaching. You know, we're playing against each other this week. So, uh, yeah, it is pretty cool. I mean, there's something to, you know, I think he's a, as best I've read about him, he's a, a local native there. Um, you know, and so, uh, yeah, he's done a phenomenal job. You know, I have unbelievable respect for that program, what they do, that invite. You know, I just, you know, I, nobody had to tell me Washington Grizzly Stadium. I knew the name of it. I, you know, one of the great venues in all of FCS. And um, I've heard a lot about it. Uh you know, and how challenging it is to go there and play. And so we're certainly looking forward to the challenge, but we know it's just that. It's a big challenge. Well, one more question just about uh, Furman in general before we get in a little bit into this matchup. Uh, you mentioned that it's a you know, very high academic institution, you know, private school, and, uh, I mean, pretty small population, so obviously it's hard to get in there. So when it comes to recruiting, how do you use that as an advantage? And uh, I mean, you mentioned you get to kind of go after a special type of kid. It seems like if, if you understand the way to do that, then uh, you can get some good football players that are also probably pretty smart. Well, they are. That's a good observation. Um you know what? When I came back here, you know, when I really when I left and went to the academy, is the same kid. Uh, you know, the, the academy kids built a little different. Uh, you know, there you had government tax dollars to recruit with. You could take a lot more numbers. You had a prep school, those, those type things. But yeah, really for here, and a kid who truly values the education, our, our pool is significantly smaller just because of. You know, the first thing we're going to do is look at transcripts. You know, and if we don't feel like the kid can be successful here, I have nowhere to put them. You know, where you say this kid's going to make it in this in this area, we just really don't have that. So I think each case is a little bit different. But but what is you end up with a kid who really values the education? You know, we've been hurt very little in the transfer world. Um, I think last January we had 92 kids on our roster. We left in May. We had 92 kids on our roster. We've got record numbers on our roster now and lost a single kid. And, again, we're not immune to that. I think we'll we'll have two undergrad transfers on our team when we show up, you know, to play Friday. we got a few, a few grad kids. We don't have a lot of graduate options. Uh, but we've been able to plug in some guys here and there, and we kind of look at each case differently. But, you know, again, getting kids that value the education, they see what the degree is going to do for them. Furman does a phenomenal job of preparing them for life after. And, yeah, you can have a big-time football experience because I think the other thing, you got to be careful. You get really bright kids, but how, how much do they love football? You know, and so it's, you know, it's the really bright kid, values the degree, loves football, and then, you know, the character traits and those things are all things that we're looking for and asking the questions. And so you get a really special young man to coach. And I think coaching here is kind of the same way. You better have guys that understand, you know, who can be successful here. Because not every kid's going to be. Uh, but it, it makes you it makes you a tough group to beat because of the makeup of who you are. And I, I'll be quite honestly, I see that in the Montana team uh, when I watch them on tape. You know, I've watched them. I don't get to see them a lot during the year, but I, I, I think they probably have a bunch of kids that would do well here. You know, and I, I think we got a number of kids that would do well there as well. 
Clay Hendricks joining us. He's the head coach of the Furman Paladins. They're in Missoula Friday night, quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs. Okay, let's talk about how you guys got to this point then, Coach. Uh, you won nine out of your first ten and then lost in your regular season finale to Wofford, but then still get a bye and bounce back with a nice win over Chattanooga last week. So what did you think of your team's ability uh, to bounce back? And also what did you think of just the way you guys put yourself in a position where even losing the last game of the year, you still got a seed, still got a bye? Yeah, well, I, you know, I thought our body of work. I mean, we sit here. I mean, we played a we played an SEC. We played in a sold out SEC stadium. Um, you know, early in the year played really. I mean, really, the game was tied fifty seconds to go in the half, and and we made some mistakes that kind of let the game get away from us. But I didn't. You know, we really felt like we had a chance to go play. We we play a game like that every year. We've been at Clemson the year before. Played really well. Actually, the game we'd outgained Clemson. You know, we've been over there against their national championship team. So we've been in those kind of environments. Um, I thought our league was as good as it's been in a long time. Uh, I think sometimes people think we rolled through those nine wins, but man, it, it was there were some challenging, challenging games in there. I think we had a bunch of different teams that could have won it. You know the. And then you know we 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 stayed pretty healthy until later in the year, and we spent about the last month. You know, I mean, right? I think the last three games, for the better part, we didn't have you know our quarterback, who is actually also our second lead rusher, and our leading rusher. You know, so I, I, I tell you know I was looking at Montana. You imagine if you take you know ten, twenty six, or two backs out of there, and the quarterback you don't have them for three weeks. It it creates some challenges. Now we should have been over, able to overcome that. Um, but we gotten pretty healthy, you know, as about as healthy as you can be this late in the year, and and uh, a really really talented Chattanooga team, who quite honestly had 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 some the injury bug got them a little bit later in the year, particularly offensively. Uh, but I, you know, I thought defensively they they're as good a group as we've played against, and just talent wise. And so, um, you know, we've been pretty consistent. I think we complement each other. We've been really. Solid offensively, defensively, and in the special teams. And again, I see the same thing out of Montana. So, uh, I, somebody have asked me, I, you know, who do they remind me of that we played? I said they remind me of the team that we play every day in practice. Wow. You know, just kind of the, the schemes are a little different. But again, I just look at the makeup of the teams and the kids and how hard they play and toughness and all those factors. I think we believe in. I think you can see that in them. It, it's pretty obvious to me when I watch them play. Uh, so it should be an interesting matchup. Well, when it comes to the matchup, then what do you think are the keys? When you look at Montana's offense, Montana's defense, what are the keys for you guys just in terms of finding uh, finding advantages? Well, I think both teams want to run the ball. Uh, you know, both teams are really good against the run. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I think Friday night, if you look at that statistic alone, that may be a telling statistic. Uh, you know, I think turnovers are always huge. We've been... You know, we lead the country turnover margin. In fact, I think that that game we lost the last game, we had our second fumble of the year in 11 games. It actually was a scoop score, and it was a you know non non forced fumble. But we've been really good at taking care of the ball. We've been good at getting it away from people, which I think they have been too. I mean, I know they're way up there as well. And I think special teams. I think special teams be big. I think we're we both want to be balanced. They probably throw around a little more than we do. Uh, but, I, but, again, I just think, you know, I, I think some of our strengths on both sides of the ball are the other team's strengths. So, you know, sometimes when that happens, something's got to give. You know, who can who can go execute? And, you know, I mean, I, we, we, we're not ignoring the fact we've got to handle that environment, you know. And and I just continue to tell our kids, the only thing we can do about that environment, you know, we certainly couldn't control the weather. 
the only thing we can do about, about, about their fans is, is to play well. That's the only way you can affect that. You know, and if you don't, then you just add fuel to the fire. So, uh, you know, we feel like we've been in, in, in a similar situation for We handled it pretty good. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to do that again. He's Clay Hendricks. He leads the Furman Paladins into Washington Grizzly Stadium Friday night. Nationally televised game between Montana and the Paladins, the winner going on to the Final Four of the FCS playoffs. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Nice getting to know you a little bit and look forward to seeing you on Friday. But safe travels, and thanks for taking a minute for us. Well, thank you. It's certainly great to be with you, and we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity. It's a huge opportunity, but it's one we're looking forward to. There you go, Clay Hendricks, here on Nuanas Now. It also happens to be our ESPN College Game Day. Crowd's starting to pick up. When we first went live at 4 p.m., I was like, oh, man, there's nobody down here. But now, that uh, crowd piling in. Thanks to all the boys for coming and saying hi. Just talked to a couple of former Grizz, Ryan Featherston, Ty Timmer, swinging by to say what's up. Always love hearing from the uh, the old guys, and uh, I always love when they're still engaged in all the stuff. I'm Coulter Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook, riding shotgun with me. That interview with Clay Hendricks is part of our Garden City Spotlight. Garden City Spotlight, probably presented by the Montana Educators Credit Union. MECU is big enough to provide you with the same customer products as larger institutions, but small enough to cater to your specific needs. The Montana Educators Credit Union is invested in community, supporting products like Missoula High School Sports and the Jaden Fred Foundation. Switch to MECU today. It's Equal Housing Opportunity Lender and NCUA insured. We'll talk some high school sports, specifically high school basketball. On the other side, keep it right here. Duanas now, ESPN Radio. Duanas now on ESPN Radio. One of the craziest phenomenons in in music, or like as we do in pop culture, is when something that comes out is so unique and fresh, just like that, and we love it, we worship it, we praise it for being so unique. But then it, it stays, it has staying power, and then all of a sudden it becomes, like, ingrained in us. And so then we, we fail to realize or, like, to, to reinstate how creative it is. I think about this all the time with the speaker box, Love Below. Like, when that album dropped, there was never been an album really like that. See, I, I disagree with you, Coulter, and this is where history and, and you know how I always say hip-hop pays homage to the generation before it, unlike any yeah, other totally. genre of music. If you listen to old George Clinton, Funkadelic, Bootsy Collins, yeah. it's very reminiscent No, for that. sure, for sure. So to me, like, that that parallel sure. of, like, it's so funky and it's so whatever it is, yeah. to me, I go I go back, you know, less than half a generation before that and give it up to the, you know, one, you know, one funk under a groove. It's just, it's just interesting. I guess the point I'm making is that, like, Outkast won Grammys for that album outside of the world of hip hop, and then they yes. they kept being outside of the world of hip hop, and that actually then made people like not appreciate them as much because they like had distanced themselves from their past. I don't know. It's, it, they they hold such a distinctly interesting place in in hip hop history. We got nothing but. Hits from 2001, because this is the first matchup between Furman and the University of Montana since 2001. It's Nuanas now, as well as our ESPN College Game Day, a little dual-purpose broadcast here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. We're coming to you live here 
from right in front of our good friends at uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts as well as Ace Hardware. We're right next to the walking bridge. Grizz Friday Night Lights, quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs coming down the pipe. The Furman Paladins in town for a rematch of the 2001 National Championship game. This one kicks at 7 p.m. We'll have more on that in hour number two. But it's time for a prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Piece of news for you, and then a piece of analysis about this. Grace Hood, who was the Class AA Player of the Year last year in softball. She's Missoula Big Sky's outstanding catcher. This young lady has as good a numbers as I've ever seen. And you can say, okay, it's just Montana High School volleyball, which, first of all, you say that, that's a little ignorant because Montana High School volleyball, softball is very, very good. Agreed. But Grace Hood, I mean, she hit 667 last year, dude. I mean, she's two for three every single game. Her slugging percentage was like quadruple digits because she hit so many home runs and drove in so many runs. So she signed with Montana State Billings. So the analysis here, though, is... First of all, MSUB has great softball. And congratulations to Grace Hood for making her decision and extending her high school career. She's going to be a senior this next spring, so she still has another year to put up big numbers. But I just can't believe that the University of Montana let this young lady get out of their little recruiting deal. This is kind of just like with the football. I know there's not as much prevalence of, like, walk-ons and stuff when it comes to D1 softball because it is, you know, for Title IX reasons, pretty much everybody's on scholarship. It's just like with the Lady Grizz basketball team. They usually only have one walk-on because they actually have 15 scholarships compared to 13 for the guys to balance out the Title IX stuff with football, which is a good thing. Right. If I'm just if I'm the Grizz softball team and I got a girl that's the double-A player of the year and she might be the double-A player of the year twice and she's from Missoula, I'd just say, hey, we're going to figure out a way to get you out of the squad. The, the, it shouldn't <laughs> even be a question. That's what I'm saying. You're on, you're, you have the university who's on the east side of South Avenue. You got Big Sky who's on the west side of South Avenue. You got to make an inner city connection, man. Because you, you know what that does, too? For few, it, it has, like, right now ramifications, Coulter, but it has down the line. There are young women in this in this city right now, this county, this side of the state that would love to play for the Lady Grizz. Softball. For sure. For but sure. when you do that to such a highly esteemed and prestigious athlete, guess what? Those other girls are starting to look out of state. Or they're looking at MSU Billings instead. I think it's I think it's great that this young lady is being signed and someone in this state had enough wherewithal to say we're keeping this talent in the great four oh six, but it's a tragedy and one on the nose that the University of Montana didn't look in their backyard for this young lady to play in her backyard. Well, we'll see how it all plays out because division two letters of intent when you sign aren't aren't as binding. Aren't as cemented, uh, and, correct. And, and so if Grace Hood goes and balls out again like she did last spring. Maybe she gets a, an elevated offer. We'll see. But either way, first of part of the news is congratulations to the great catcher from Missoula Big Sky making her college decision. And the second part of the news is Chris Softball should have given her more love. It's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, been enriching the lives of Montana since 1907. We're going to dive full force into high school basketball once we get back from the Christmas break. But there's some action going on right now. And I was actually thinking earlier today how compelling I think that the double-A race is going to be because last year... For girls or for boys? For for, for girls. Okay. Because you got Brianna Williams, the uh, reigning Gatorade Player of the Year, headed to Maryland. She's coming back at Billings Skyview. She certainly has state championship on her mind. She won a state championship as a sophomore, and then they kind of stubbed their toe at the state tournament last year, ended up battling back and got third. But when you have a a Big Ten player on your squad... 
the expectation is to win the state championship. I mean, Absolutely. She, I mean, she was on an Under Armour AAU team that won the national championship. That's how she got all these big-time offers. So she's going to be on a mission. Billy Scavia is going to be on a mission. That's one. Missoula Hellgate's a fascinating study because they have a lot of returning players, and they have Maddie Keast, who I, I think is a good coach. Mm-hmm. But they have to replace a pretty much irreplaceable player because Alex Koval is the only 6'6 center you're probably going to ever have. <laughs> I mean, she's as good of a yeah, rim. not named Karen Deedon. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, yeah, she's a once-in-a-generation rim protector. I mean, she's averaging almost four blocks a game at Washington State right now. So yeah. she's absolutely killing it, and uh, that's going to be hard to replace. Flathead loses their great point guard. She's on her way to, to Montana Western, Western, but they also have a great uh, forward that's coming back. And then you talk about Billings West. On one hand, I thought Layla Bauman was one of the best point guards of the state last year, and she helped guide Billings West to that title. But they also have the Pierce Twins back at Billings West. They also have Courtney Grossman, one of the Pierce Twins. She's headed to Montana to play volleyball. Courtney Grossman's headed to Eastern Washington to play basketball. So uh, a lot of big-time competitors, and that's not even to mention the fact that you got Big Sky on the come-up. Caden's Couture is on her way to Idaho. Avery DeCoit's probably going to be in the oh, in, in the oh, in the recruiting oh, good, realm here pretty gravy. soon as well. Yeah, so, Avery's problem is going to be what college to go to for what sport. That's she right. Engages that's right. In. That's right. Because she's such a good soccer player as well. So I I, just, I think that double A in the girl on the girls side is going to be fun, man. I think there's going to be a lot of competitive teams. Yeah, the biggest thing with all those teams, as with any uh, team or, or or organization, is health. Uh, some of those girls that you mentioned haven't had the healthiest track it's record true. and staying healthy and, and protecting those knees, lower backs and toes is essential because uh, the uh, the best ability is availability. And if you're not available, everything we're saying right now is a moot point. Go on, is now ESPN Radio, as well as our ESPN College Game Day. Our waste management all season long here at ESPN College Game Day has been taken care of by Grizzly Disposal. If you own a business, every dollar counts. Grizzly Disposal wants to help your business save money with their dependent and honest waste disposal. No hidden fees, no contracts. Grizzly Disposal is locally owned and operated, doing business with local businesses right here in western Montana. Give them a call. It's easy to switch. 406-541-7171 and speak one of their local reps to learn more about Grizzly Disposal and how they can save you money. Visit grizzlydisposal.com for more information. The Furman Paladins are in town. You were, we were uh, laughing because of the time warp of thinking how long ago 2001 was. Yeah, I had a hairline and a waistline the last time they were here. <laughs> hey, you still have great hair and you're looking great, man. I don't know what you're talking about. One's thinning out and one's expanding. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Hey, that's how it goes. Whatever. It's uh, it's the, the uh, circle of life. Do you remember that 2001 game, though? Oh, or yeah. do you remember just that, that team? Because that was a... Oh, the, Johans. That was a, a, Johansi Humphrey was on the team. Atu Molden was on the team. Oh, I love me some Atu. Uh, Johnny Edwards was on the team. Um, a star-studded offensive line led by Thatcher Slay, who was a oh. Montana-made whitefish guy. Oh, I love that guy. Worked with his uh, worked with his wife and coaching his kids. Yeah, because he he works. Uh, he's a teacher down in the Bitterroot Valley, right? Yes, he so, is, and his wife's a teacher here, Jeanette Rankin. Well, it's uh, it's fascinating because uh, Furman and Montana have both been perennial powers, but it's crazy that it's taken 22 years for them to play again. This is sort of like the. The powers of the FCS that remain tour for the Grizz. They had Delaware last week. Now they got Furman, and they're going to probably get North Dakota State next week if they win. So it's just an interesting prove it for Bobby Houck now in, in year 12 as he's got his best team since he came back. But uh, little notches on the belt when you get to beat some of the historically relevant teams 
that have uh, been among your peers uh, in the FCS. There's been so much attrition in the FCS, but kind of cool that uh, Montana's gotten this, getting this opportunity to prove their uh, superiority to some of the, the blue bloods that remain here in the football uh, championship subdivision. Hour one, Nuana's now in the books. Hour two, coming at you. And don't worry, still got a couple hours to get down here and to get yourself all warmed up. Kickoff's not till 7 p.m., but we'll be on until 6 p.m. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuana's now. ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 